Alright guys, so today we're going to talk about the real deal. Finding a partner. And I just wanted to say that I am 21 years old. And that I also have never been in a long-term relationship in my life. But, but, but if you consider my advice to be relevant you know if it's if it's the facts it's the facts there is no doubt about it like if you agree with it if it makes sense it makes sense so if what i'm saying makes sense to you you know what i mean then it makes sense don't overthink it <laughs> i promise don't overthink it so let's talk about like what i've found to kind of really and this is from observation um, even though I've never been the one myself to be in, uh, you know, a long-term relationship, whatever, um, I have seen and spoken to many people who are in long-term relationships, many of uh, that didn't work out, and I observe why they didn't work out, and many who did, and I observe why they did, um, or do, right? So, here's here's you know a few things that i've picked up on that kind of matter in terms of what you should be looking for in a partner so let's start with one being your partner has to be good for you let me explain that a lot of times we let lust kind of blind us and take over and we go for like the most attractive person we could go for and you know it's kind of mostly that lust that's like in the back of our minds pushing us to talk to this person continue engaging with this person you know and i think that a lot of us we need to learn to be above lust and trust me We've all been there. We've all been enslaved to that feeling, that lust feeling where we feel so attracted to a person, you know, so intrigued by that person that we we kind of don't logically stop to think, is this person actually doing me any good? So one thing you got to think about, I think the number one thing you got to think about is when you're dating someone is... You know, is this person actually what I need? The type of person that would be good for me? Um, and, you know, we don't want to just go after someone because of our sexual attraction, purely because of that. Of course, it has to be present. It's it's like a, it's like one of the bullet points on the checklist. You know what I mean? Um, it, it needs to be there. You do have to be sexually attracted to your the person you're dating, right? But, um, you know, it's not everything, right? It's not the only thing that should be the decision factor. There's more to it. So you got to think beyond that and you got to think, is this person actually good for me? And another point that I want to make with that is that once you find a partner, they're going to be like, you know you're ride or die they're gonna be there 24 7 with you they're probably gonna move in with you <laughs> you know 10 times out of 10 they're gonna move in with you right so uh this is the the person you're gonna be spending most of your time with and it's like just take a moment and think 
do I actually want to become more like them? Do they have qualities that I admire, right? Would would if I became more like them, would I become a better person or a worse worse person, right? And I think feeling like you're becoming a better person is one of those bonuses of being with a good partner um that I just I think it's it's beautiful in a relationship. So, um just one the the first thing to think about should be you know is this person actually going to be good for me because you're going to be in the future you know if your bond gets stronger right you're going to be spending every living moment with that person and you want to be okay with becoming more like them um because of course you will always become your environment right um you will become the people you surround yourself with right So now the second thing, the second thing is um the communication. And by communication, I don't mean words. I mean and and this is communication is key, but my form of communication is love languages, right? And you know, how do you communicate your emotions? Love, right? you might communicate it with acts of service and your partner might communicate it with physical touch but you got to make sure that the way they're communicating their love to you you're being receptive to and the way you communicate your love to them they're being receptive to right so for example right you might um i guess you know communicate your love through writing love letters and your partner just doesn't receive that doesn't it's not very receptive to that love language and they are actually just they think it's kind of weird they think it's kind of like uh cringy and now you're here being unappreciated and misunderstood because your partner is not receptive to your love language versus if you did it if you wrote a love letter to someone who appreciates acts of service and things like that and um you know they're like they would consider it very cute and it would probably warm their heart so you got to be with someone who you have chemistry with as in the love language is that you like to give your partner is receptive to so you kind of have to speak that romance um in a way that's understandable to each other and you can give you can express your love in a certain way and feel loved in a completely different way um one of the things i like to sometimes think about is instead of like trying to love your partner you want to make sure that they feel loved um i think that's those are two very different things and just making sure that you know you're not doing things in the way that you think they should feel loved you're doing things in the way that you know they actually will will feel loved right um of course you're not going to get you know your partner let's say flowers if your partner hates flowers right um because they're not going to feel loved that way um you're not going to you know do certain things for your partner that they're not into um you're not going to love them in ways that they don't feel loved um because it's it's not going to make them feel any more loved than you know you might be trying but at the same time it might not be getting to them so i think having some form of um 
meeting of the minds but really meeting of the love languages when it comes to finding someone who understands the way you express yourself and can appreciate it and vice versa um now the third point um the third point is more along the lines of values um so values are are um the next point i want to talk about because there's this point called opposites attract and i think that is very important that your partner has to compliment you um in skills and you know personality traits because if you're per se a very messy person you want someone who's very organized so that you can balance each other out um and if you have someone if you if your partner is very um anxious you want a partner that's very calm so you can balance each other out right um so so that's that's the logic of you know you want to compliment your partner when it comes to certain personality traits and certain skills right you don't know how you how to cook but your partner knows how to cook um so you compliment each other in that way um you know so things like that right um it, it always helps in relationships but when it comes to values I think they have to be the same. And this is more of a uh this is why I put it I'm saying it last because it's one of those things that really matter most when you get married to someone and you have children with them. Um and this is why uh you want your values to be the same or similar to your partners. Um because when you're raising children you want to make sure that you agree as to what you're going to teach those children um you know what morals you're going to teach them what values you're going to teach them right so you know you want to be in some form of agreement as to what your values are or you might end up having a really divided household and there's there's certain values that are just non-negotiable. You know what I mean? Um that are just non-negotiable. If you have a partner that might be greedy and your entire values are against greed, um then it's it's not going to work out, right? Um and and things like that, things like that that have to be addressed to make sure that um you you're not divided because there's certain things that are just not negotiable and values are just a very strong very strong self-inflicted rules that we follow so it's very hard to compromise on those and if you have two parties that just you know have very differing values and values is not something that couples can compromise on and when it comes to raising children you know they can't teach them the same values um and it, it's going to be it's going to be very it, it might be very chaotic um so i think you know having just a bigger sense of life and having it be something that you and your partner kind of have a a similar outlook in is is very important um and yeah i think those those are my takes I uh, feel free to uh you know kind of give me some feedback. Um I'm going to 
leave a question in the comments i just found out that i can do that i can like leave questions in the comments um and you guys can like reply and stuff so it's pretty cool but yeah thank you